Hey there, welcome to the Happy Habit Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Norrie. We like to talk health and well-being. We do it every Monday and Thursday. If you're new, welcome. If you're not, you're also welcome. Please consider subscribing and most importantly, sharing. Let's get the message of this podcast out there to as many people as possible. We've seen a huge increase in listeners in the last three or four months. Many in the UK, lots in North America too, and in other English-speaking parts of the world and beyond those English-speaking parts of the world. So I'm delighted to welcome so many new listeners. Thank you so much for your support. And again, please share with other people who you think might get value from this podcast series. Look, life never stands still. We are always moving forward from moment to moment. Indeed, from the moment we were born, we are constantly changing, developing and layering experiences and complexity over and over again. It's in our nature to want to improve, to be better today than we were yesterday, to be better tomorrow than we are today. If we didn't have that inherent desire to progress, we'd still be living in caves. When we use the instinct in us to develop, to push our boundaries and progress, we do so through a series of behaviours which, through trial and error, prove themselves to us to be useful and linked to our becoming a better version of ourselves. In short, these behaviours then become success-promoting behaviours. Now, at the outset, success can and will mean different things to different people. For me, success isn't merely an endpoint or a goal. It encompasses the journey, the processes and systems, the unglamorous daily habits that we engage in because we enjoy doing them. And the cherry on top is that they facilitate progress and successful outcomes. So in this episode, let's look at a few habits or behaviours of the most successful people that if we copy them, if we incorporate those habits into our daily lives, they can and will facilitate progression and success, whatever that means to you. Now, no particular order. First of all, successful people move. I'm talking about moving your body, literally. It can be yoga, it can be walking, cycling, swimming, trekking in the hills, tai chi, triathlons. It doesn't really matter, but movement, little and often, is massively important. If you can raise your heart rate and break a sweat, well, that's even better. Movement and exercise isn't simply something you do to lose weight, to lower your blood pressure or to help you become physically fitter. All very laudable reasons, yes, but in addition, movement taps into what inherently we were designed to do. Our ancestors moved all the time. They had to to survive. They had to move in order to hunt the prey. They had to kill for their food. They had to move in order to evade enemies or indeed to seek shelter to live. Today, we don't have such problems, but we do have a litany of other health-related issues stemming from our lack of movement. These are physical ailments, like obesity leading to chronic disease, but also, and crucially, mental ailments. This generation is really struggling with mental health issues like stress and anxiety. People feel overwhelmed and out of control with the pace of modern life. Your body is the one true possession you will have from birth to death. It's the only thing you have complete control over. So making a decision to move your body in whatever way is incredibly empowering and at odds completely with the powerlessness modern society and all the noise that goes with it makes us feel on a daily basis. 
Something as simple as a walk gives us back control. It gives us agency over our bodies and more importantly, over our minds. We choose to move our bodies by playing tennis, by going for a cycle with friends, by going for a run by the lake. This is our choice. We take ownership over our bodies and we feel empowered and at peace in ourselves when we do so because we are doing what nature intended for us to do with our bodies instead of being slave to the TV and the sofa, which robs us of our innate need to move and to think. Successful people know the value of movement, of incorporating physical movement activity into their day. Famous walkers from history include Albert Einstein, Charles Darwin and Beethoven. So copy the greats, copy the most successful people by taking control of your body and by moving often. Secondly, successful people plan their day. So plan your day. It's a no-brainer. Picture someone who wants to build a house. The first thing they do is employ an architect who takes out a blank sheet of paper and plans out the basic structure of the house. This makes a lot of sense, far more sense than the house builder simply launching into a house building project with no clue as to what goes where or about the timeline of construction. In short, the home builder starts out by making a plan. The plan can and will be tweaked along the way, for sure, but nothing starts without a plan. And successful people know this. Plans bring structure. They encourage a greater level of mindfulness and awareness of the overall mission. Plans improve our ability to learn. They enhance our productivity. Plans encourage discipline because they help to keep us accountable. Plans also prevent us from becoming overwhelmed. They allow us to celebrate milestones along the way and they help us meet our goals. Successful people don't just wake up without a clue of how they're going to spend their day. They often have every hour already organised in advance. This way they have a purpose for each hour and because their days are busy and varied they stay focused, fresh and engaged. All of which maximises their enjoyment of the process, of the systems and their chances of reaching whatever goals they have set out. Also, having a plan and sticking to the schedule gives us an opportunity to accumulate little wins throughout the day. And as our plan is adhered to and tasks are checked off, this helps to boost our mood which further encourages us to carry out future tasks and the likelihood of us achieving success at that stage too. The third thing successful people do is they surround themselves with positive uplifting people. I did exactly this last year when I joined a triathlon club. Up to that point I had trained for triathlon alone and it was, I'll be honest, an unfulfilling experience. I felt I needed to share my experience of the sport that I enjoyed with other like-minded people and knew if I did my enjoyment would be enhanced much further. Indeed, I was right. The fact we are all engaging in an activity together that we enjoy enhances our collective experience of the sport. We are motivated to push ourselves at the individual level further and our collective mood is buoyed through the shared experience of training and in competition. A smile is an infectious thing, something often experienced in a group benefiting from the rush of endorphins our training together brings. This tribal dynamic taps into our inherent biological need to belong to a group. 
So again, we are doing what nature intended. And when we align ourselves to people who enjoy similar pursuits to us and who support and encourage us, there's little better feeling. When you surround yourself with an uplifting positive tribe, it can't but have a buoying effect on you, your mood and your love of the process you're engaged in. And logically, the results will manifest themselves in richer outcomes and greater success than you might have been able to achieve on your own. Or indeed, if you had been surrounded by people who were downcast, closed-minded negative thinkers with a fixed mindset. Successful people know the value of surrounding themselves with people who possess a can-do attitude, with people who celebrate life and the opportunities it provides every single day. That's why you'll rarely see a successful person without a team of people around them that share their glass-half-full philosophy. The fourth thing successful people do is they track their current habits. We have to be mindful or aware of what we are currently doing so that we can assess our existing behaviours and make tweaks so that we may progress towards greater success in our lives. There was a programme on TV a few years ago called Secret Eaters, where people who had unhealthy diets had cameras installed in their homes by the show's producers for a week to monitor what their eating habits were. At the end of the week, the homeowners were always found to be shocked to see just how often they made poor eating choices over the course of that previous seven days. But they hadn't been aware or conscious of their behaviours. It was only the presence of the cameras that finally held a mirror up to their bad eating behaviours. This then prompted them to make the changes necessary. After all, they couldn't argue with the video footage of them eating unhealthily so often throughout the week. So the important thing here is awareness of our current habits, how we are spending our time, how many coffee breaks we are taking, how little exercise we are getting, how much time we are spending online endlessly scrolling what our food and water intake are. Are we giving ourselves sufficient reward for a job well done when the opportunity presents itself? When we monitor our behaviours, we build a true picture of how we spend our days and how we treat ourselves. Just because we live in experience doesn't mean to say we are conscious of it happening. Think about it, how many times have you driven from A to B and not remembered the journey at all? because you're simply tuned out. You're so used to going through the motions of driving from one place to another. So it's crucial we keep tabs on our habits on a day-to-day -day basis. Maybe we have acquired the habit of answering work emails out of hours or eating high-carb foods late at night. Or we spend too much time helping colleagues with their work at the expense of our own. Successful people know what their habits are because they never take their eye off their own behaviours. They are constantly aware of what they are doing day to day and are constantly seeking to incorporate healthier, self-promoting habits that help them on their journey and maximise their chances of success along the way. Number five, successful people don't do Netflix. Now, I'm sorry to say it, this won't be popular, but sitting up till 1am, binge-watching succession, especially on a school night, isn't what, let's say, Stephen Bartlett, the millionaire businessman and podcast host of Diary of a CEO, is doing. Gymshark founder and CEO, 30-year-old Ben Francis, inspirational young man, he wakes at 5am. He's in his office at 7am and works until 6pm. 
He's in bed at 10pm at the very latest. Now, these two guys are examples of very successful people. But they're also examples of people who don't waste their time scrolling or chilling with Netflix. I'm sure they have their moments, yes, but for the most part, their free time is incredibly valuable. So they don't waste it on mindless pursuits. Remember, while these two young men are multi-millionaires, they have as much time as you or I. All their money cannot buy them any more time. They spend their days doing what they love to do. My point is, value your time. And I don't buy the excuse that Netflix is fine because it helps me switch off after a busy day. How's about reading a book instead or, or going for a walk, getting some of that important movement into your day or perhaps meeting friends instead? The thing about sitting scrolling or chilling with Netflix is you're actually watching the product of somebody else's hard work, their labour. You're the end consumer. You're contributing nothing to this and getting very little out of it. At least a book is an active pursuit. You must actively engage with and read the book instead of passively consuming YouTube or the TV or Netflix. So value your time because it's incredibly limited. I've spoken before about the benefits of waking up before other people and going to bed earlier than most and carrying this early wake and early to sleep habit across the weekend. Waking early gives you a head start on everyone else. It's usually quiet, so it gives you valuable time to yourself and your thoughts. It allows you to take ownership of your day and to control your time. Remember, your time is limited. And talking of time, how often do we see car crashes in the morning commute? This is invariably because people are short on time. They're probably poorly rested, not having gotten to bed early enough the previous night, and then reliant on double espressos to stimulate them enough to start their day. Successful people, however, value their time, but they also value their sleep. It's not possible to function successfully without getting good quality sleep. Sleep is the miracle that we have at our disposal every single night of our lives. It helps our memory, short-term and long-term. It boosts immunity. It helps process life events and the emotions associated with them, in particular stressful life events. Sleep is healing and it restores our energy levels. It also helps boost our mental sharpness, vital if we are intending to have a productive day and to be successful in whatever we're going to do. Look, successful people know the value of all of these habits. And I'm a big believer in not trying to reinvent the wheel. There are people out there right now doing things successfully that is contributing to their success. All we have to do is emulate some of those habits, incorporating them into our daily lives and seeing a boost in our own performance levels and our levels of success. Well, thank you for listening to this edition of the Happy Habit Podcast. Until next time, stay happy. Oh,